0: Hello, 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 good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, it's musons by Martiki coming to you again today to record another podcast session and this one is entitled No Assistance Required and I'm sure as usual you're all wondering why I've decided to go with this heading or title but then it's mainly to do with the fact that a lot of times we always plough through life feeling that we don't need help and it's that help that i'm here to talk about today so keep listening so just to share a little bit about myself i grew up in ghana although i was born in the uk and um, part of my experience of growing up in ghana involved storytelling um through folktale not that i was the one telling the story but then i was always um the one who was listening to stories being told um, by the elderly a lot of times, and um, there was a TV show that used to come on every Saturday called By the Fireside. And anyone listening to this podcast who definitely grew up in Ghana would know exactly what I'm talking about and how fun this TV show was. And you know, it was very addictive. Every child loved By the far side and I'm sure the adults loved it too. Um, and the folk tale, if you don't know what they are are stories that are deeply rooted in culture and there was always a cautionary um lesson or you know a valuable lesson to take from each story that we heard i mean to date there are certain things that i would never do because of some of these stories that i had as a child so i'd never take money um that, I, that was just lying on the floor um Just because you know it's money, I was I'm not that type who say that finders keepers, because. One of the folk folktales um, that I listened to as a child involved, you know, somebody picking money that did not belong to them. And then they turned into, um, was it a fruit or yam or something funny like that. And um, I've always known that if something doesn't belong to me, I'm not going to touch it. Reason being, I don't want to turn into yam. <laughs> then that's not what I'm here to talk about. Not, not, not stories about turning into yam or anything. But then there's a story about um, yam. Um, that I'm going to tell you about. If you don't know what yam is, yam is a type of food that grows from underneath the earth. It's um, do you? If you know potatoes, then it's in potatoes' family. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it. Um, it's heavy in... not heavy. Should I say heavy? It's rich in carbohydrates, so quite starchy and um. Just just like potatoes, let's just leave it like that. Um <laughs> anyway, um so this story was about the main character. Let me just backtrack a little bit. Um the main character was always the spider whose name was Quaker Nancy. And Nancy was always full of tricks. He always had mind games that he used to his advantage and obviously if he is using it to his advantage then there was always somebody who was missing out or on some sort of opportunity that Kwekaunasi had rubbed them off. Um, so Kwekaunasi was on his way to the farm or maybe he had gone to the farm, he was about to cook yam, an old lady approached him and advised him that you know what, don't cook the main um, part of the yam. So you know the starchy bit of the potatoes, use that one if you, if you have that in your head, use that as an example. So the old lady advised him not to use the starchy part of the yam, but then is was advised to cook the skin. And I mean, even if I was Kwe Kwanis, I would question this old lady. I mean, what do you mean by cook the skin when the main meal is in the yam and, you know, not the skin. And like me, Kwe decided to just ignore the old lady and, you know, do his own thing. So he cooked the starchy part of the yam and left the skin, you know, dumped this somewhere in the bin. <laughs> and all of us sitting behind the television um set we're all like with Quequinancy just waiting for the food to get ready so that, you know, we'll just eat. <laughs> well, I wasn't, you know, part of the feast, then I was living vicariously through Quequinancy just waiting for the food to get ready. So, you know, we see what comes out of it. And um Rightly so, and as the lady had stated, everything that was in the pot turned into rocks. <laughs> there was no yam; it was all rocks. And it was at that point that we to kind of realized that, you know, when somebody is wise or an elderly person speaks to you, you have to listen because a lot of times they know exactly what they are talking about through experience, and you know, they just have that wisdom. So sometimes you just have to stop. And listen, because they always have something sensible to say. And it was at that point um, that quick honestly realized that it was important to listen to the old lady. Me sitting at home realized that, oh, it's good to you know, pay attention to what the elderly have to say. When I say elderly, it includes our parents, it includes our teachers. whoever is um, of a high authority, so your supervisor at work or whatever, I'm not saying whatever they say is right. But a lot of times, they have experienced enough to be able to guide us through life. Do you get what I mean? So, like, Kwe Kwan, I see who felt like, I can do it all by myself. What is this lady on about? About cooking the skin of the yam, you know, the peels. Who cooks the peels? You know, I'm going to cook the starchy part. And as he had done what he pleased, he realized at the end of it all that... It was even the best, but it was in his best interest to have listened to the old um, lady because she had um, some sort of foresight to know that the yam was not going to turn into but then it was going to turn into rocks. It- Another story that piqued my interest as a growing child, this time around, an English story, was the enormous turnip. It was about a man who had independently (laughs) planted his seed, he had independently watered the plant, and was independently ready to uproot his turnip. It was at that point that he realized that, oh dear, I can't do this by myself. So he called for help. This person he asked to help him was his wife. So she came in, helped to pull, pull, pull. And nothing happened. And then he called for more help um, from the people around town. Um, so they came in, helped him. Um, so it was him, his wife, those people helping to pull the turnip. Still nothing happened. Um, I think the dog came in next. So there was a dog who came in to help pull the turnip. Well, all with, you know, the people who were there before. Nothing happened. The cat joined. Still nothing. Then the tiniest mouse came in and helped. And all of a sudden, the turnip was uprooted. So it had to take the biggest, the strongest, the tiniest, the, you know, weakest everybody was involved in this activity and in the end they all had a feast at the end of last year i ordered a gym set online and i remember while i was placing the order a question popped on the screen and it basically was asking if i required assistance with setting up the gym set at home obviously i ticked nope (laughs) why would I need assistance? I am the DIY lady in my household and I am the queen of DIY. Nobody can overthrow me because I love to take on these projects at home. Um, Well this gym set arrived safely and here I was struggling to put the parts together fortunately my dear husband was readily available to help me when I asked for help. I'm using this as an example of a time you know when I thought I've got this and I really needed help. Another story that I'd like to share was um, a time when I had to go through a major heartbreak and what was interesting about this heartbreak was I called my mom for comfort she gave me all the comfort I needed and I felt like I needed more support so I called my dad and my dad was pleasant about the whole thing guess what I'd never even told him that I was in a relationship in the first place not that it mattered anyway but I did not see the need you know to introduce anybody to him if it wasn't that serious Um, and and my dad was not even judgmental or anything at all, he didn't ask why were you in a relationship who were you in a relationship with nope, none of those He he was just nice, he was very warm he gave me all the comfort I needed he even asked my stepmom to call me on the phone to make sure I was okay and one lovely thing that he did was that he called an aunt of mine who lived very close to my university campus to drive all the way to come and you know check on me make sure I was okay my aunt arrived she sat next to me she stayed with me all through the reason why I'm sharing all of these stories with you is that, like the Kwe Kwanansi story, there are people who come in just at the beginning of our predicament. And like the story of the Enormous Turnip and setting up of the gym set, there are people who come in to assist in the middle of our predicament. And then like the story of my heartbreak, there are people who come in to assist when, you know, our relationship has just ended and I'm trying to say that it doesn't matter what time you approach people for help a lot of times they're always ready to give you a helping hand or a shoulder to cry on when we're going through difficult times in the same way God is always there to listen it doesn't matter how late we approach him in whatever situation that we're facing sometimes we feel like oh it's a bit too late for me to approach God with this particular situation but funny enough he doesn't think it's late his timing is not our timing so technically we're not even using the same clock (laughs) you know it's never too late to approach him to say, hey God, please hear me out. I've been through A, B and C and I know that you can assist. Sometimes he doesn't immediately step in to assist, but we realize that in a grand scheme of things. It actually does make sense that he didn't assist at the time that we asked for that help so sometimes you may have you know just been kicked out of a job or something and you're crying 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 oh god give me the job back and guess what there's actually a better job for you elsewhere you had to be kicked out otherwise you were just going to be loyal to these people and stay there for the rest of your lives because you know and that is what you know but then had you not been kicked out You wouldn't have known that there was something better out there or you had a bigger opportunity out there. Do you get what I mean? So, let's not feel too bad to approach God when we need help. Even if it feels like it's the very last minute, it doesn't matter how, you know, we value whatever it is or the density of it or, you know, how bad we feel that whatever we did was just feel free to approach God and he would be more than happy to assist like I said this timing is not our timing so don't even look at your clock and expect it to come in the very next minute sometimes it does come the very next minute and other times it is delayed but there's a reason behind all of it and when we sit back to watch his beautiful work we realized that it was all for a good cause it was actually really good that it happened that way to finalize this podcast let's revisit our mantra i can do all things through christ who strengthens me now repeat this after me i can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Do not forget this. Till next time it's Muslims by Mata Key. Bye-bye.